0: welcome 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 thank you so
1: much for and, having
0: uh, me delighted yeah <laughs> awesome 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 uh, so so let's get straight to it um, you know I'm, I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself uh, I, I know that i know that you have a very interesting profile uh but mm. I, I so i don't do injustice to it all right um okay, is uh, welcome to everyone um uh, just before i allow uh, our a guest special guest today introduce herself very briefly. Uh, this is the Wave Speaker Series. And this series has been put together for everyone, um, every young person who is trying to get answers, who's trying to get clarity, um, especially now, um, considering, you know, the different circumstances that, that, that we find ourselves in. So over to you, uh, a short introduction, and, and, okay. and
1: then
2: we'll take it from there. All
1: right. Thank you so much, Asarumai. I'm delighted to be here with you. Uh, so, quick uh, intro or bio about myself. I'm Bukala Rochefer. I'm a condom blood chef, restaurant consultant, and food writer. Um, my journey into food and hospitality, I think, started uh, many, many years ago. I, I always tell people, I think my mom cooked a lot when she was pregnant with me because I just have this amazing <laughs> relationship with food. Um, So yes, uh, after my first degree, I went on to uh, study a culinary course in the UK, got my condom blood diploma, came back here, worked as a hospitality consultant with uh, W Hospitality in Lagos, and then I went back, did my master's, and then came back home, because I just felt like there's a lot of opportunity regarding hospitality and food here in Nigeria as opposed to anywhere else where it's more of an advanced industry and you're not really able to contribute towards, you know, the development of, you know, that industry. So I came back home, worked for a bit, and then in 2015, I started um, Guava Culinary Concepts Limited, which we've now rebranded to Guava House Hospitality. So it started off as a catering company. We did um, a couple of uh, corporate and social events, and then as time sort of you know, went by as the company grew, we realized that a lot of restaurants were springing up in Lagos. Um, the food and beverage in Lagos became more exciting, more vibrant, and we felt we could come in as restaurant consultants, you know, to offer services in the, in the like of menu engineering, concept creation, staffing recruitment. So we're now a food development and restaurant consultancy firm. So, yes, okay. I think that's, <laughs> that's it in a nutshell.
0: Yes. Awesome. 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 All right. Uh, uh, uh thank you. Thank you Bukola for that. You. Uh, and I know you were quite modest in that introduction, but, ah! but I know some people <laughs> because of time, some, yes.
1: people,
0: <laughs> some people may have heard you say, uh, cordon blow and, and, and yes. maybe, maybe wondering, you know, what exactly does this mean? Um, so, so for some of some of the people who who are joining us who may not yes. understand the term could you break it down for us so that we understand
1: okay.
0: what it means all
1: right so condom blow means blue ribbon in french and it's okay. basically the height or the level of training and certification you get as a chef so it's the training that sort of exposes you to the I.S. quality of cooking, you know, you're classically trained in the French techniques. So, yeah, so that's it. So it's a certification. It's a blue ribbon certification you get as a chef.
0: Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, So so you heard it, you heard it, people. Um, It's a blue ribbon certification. And, you know, you know, you know, that, you know, that's, that's very exquisite uh, right there. Um, (laughs) Exactly. we, We have somebody in the house who. Who knows what she's going to be talking about over the next few minutes? Um, so make sure you call everyone uh, that you could call, you know, and, and and get on this, and and we can. Uh, somebody says spell it. It's C O R D O N uh, B L. Great B L E U. All right, awesome, awesome. Food and beverage. A lot of people, I mean, you know, also known as F and um, A lot of people see hospitality industry as, you know, as just one thing. Um, Some people think hospitality is, every time I go into a restaurant, I, you know, it's it's hospitality. They don't see the different parts and the different aspects. Where does food and beverage sit in the scheme of things in the hospitality space? And how critical is food and beverage to hospitality, or the hospitality industry?
1: Okay. Thank you, Osirume. Uh... For me, food and beverage or F&B is the soul, is the engine for any um, hospitality operation. I think it's the it's the glue, as it were. Uh, if you think about hospitality, whether it's aviation, whether it's tourism, whether it's hotel, you know, food is always at the core, you know, of the operation. So, I think hospitality in the bigger picture is centered around you know food and beverage offering. Um, okay. Yes.
0: All right. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, so, I mean, you, you you've talked about how critical it is, um, to, to hospitality. It's, it's, it's almost like it drives every other thing. Um, uh, in, in yes. the life, uh, is the life, uh, is the lifeline line of, of, of the hospitality industry. Um, you know, we, we see, and we hear food and beverage. A lot of people say, Oh, look, I'd like to work Young people who are looking and saying i'd, I'd like to work in, in the F and b the food and beverage um, arm or aspect of hospitality what what do I need? What, what should I be paying attention to um, if, if I wanted to pursue um, a career or i mean uh, what does it look like? I mean you, you have experience working in this in this sector. What has that been for you over the years and, and what opportunities do you think exist for young people? are looking for some sort of employment
1: thank you so fmb it's a very hospitality in general i think it's a calling uh you need to have a passion for service oh
0: hang hang on hang on to hang on there Uh, allow me allow me uh, please say what you said i think i think there's a need for emphasis on what you said
1: oh right (laughs) you you said
0: something very very (laughs) strong uh please please emphasize Please
1: emphasize. Okay, so I said hospitality is a calling, just like how you have uh, uh, religious leaders or your pastors or your imams or your priests, it's a calling, it's a calling, you know, to serve, you know, it's, it's about passion, that's what hospitality is built on. Uh, so if you're getting into the food and beverage space, the number one thing you need to have is to have a passion for service. Because mm. over the years, and in my experience, whether I've worked abroad or whether I've worked here, it's not the most lucrative industry. It's mm. not oil and gas, or it's not any yeah. of those you know, really, really yeah. high-paying sectors. Yeah. People go into that industry because there's a passion and there's a willingness to, you know, to serve. So for me, that's, yeah. that's really, really critical, and that's really, really fundamental. And it's an exciting industry, it's constantly evolving, it's vibrant, even given the times that we're in now, you know, operating under this um, coronavirus pandemic, uh, the food business seems to be thriving as opposed to other sectors that have been, that have been crushed or they've, they've come under the weight of the pandemic. And, you know, even if you, if you strip it down to the basic or to the core, food is one of the three basic needs of man. So no matter how bad, a situation gets people are still going to eat people will still want food on their tables you know so getting into the food industry it is the most critical it is a highly sought after industry and it's and it can be lucrative as well depending on what your product is um, and how you position yourself you know vis-a-vis your competition
2: Mm. okay
1: Um, so getting into food and beverage i think the most important thing is for you to you, have, you love to cook. I tell people, oh, I love cooking, I'm passionate about food, I write, but passion isn't enough. Mm. You know, passion is like, like you have two cars, what's the fastest car in the world? I think it's the Lamborghini V5, or I don't know. <laughs> you compare that to a regular saloon car. Yeah. So fuel, passion is the fuel you put in both cars. Mm. But you take a, a sports car and a normal car, the miles per hour both cars can go varies. Yes. You know, so fuel fuel will get you from point A to point B. Point but B. how far you go and how you know how well you succeed, yes. you know, it's 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 gonna need more than passion. Mm. You know, you're going to have to call in your skill. You're going to have to bring in some level of expertise. You mm. have to bring in uh, the product you're also serving. How useful is it?
2: Because mm.
1: oftentimes, as entrepreneurs or as creatives. We have all these vivid imaginations, and we we get carried away with all this, oh, this looks so good. But does the market need it? Mm. Do people really need it? Do people really want what you're offering? So I think it's important, if you're getting into the F&B space, to first and foremost understand the different sectors. So Mm. do you want to work in a hotel as a chef? Or do you want to have a home kitchen business where you cook from home and then you have the meals delivered to your customers? Do you want to go into consultancy, which is what we're doing now? Or do you want to work in F&B as a wait staff, so as a waiter or as a waitress? You know, do you want to work as a sommelier? Do you want to work as a barrister? Do you want to be a D? So there are so many areas, you know, under F&B that one could go into. So I think the first thing after passion, comes research so you need to research what area of the industry do you want to go into because I believe knowledge is key you yes. know, without knowledge you're just flying in the dark as it were so you know research is very very important to understand the markets to understand the business of B, and to see how you can apply yourself after research you've identified the area you want to go into the next thing is now skill acquisition
2: all right fine all right. you
1: know how to throw You know how to throw things in a pot. You know how to put this and this. And it comes out, okay. It's okay when you're serving, you know, your family or your friends. But when you want to go into business, you're going to need more than that. You need to get a certain level of knowledge. You need to acquire the right skills. You need to train as a chef. And Mm. not just the culinary aspects of it. There also needs to be an understanding of the business of the food business. Because I find of the business of, the business, of, of food, the food business. business. So 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 that's the money talking now.
2: Mm, mm.
0: So so so, so, so you need, so 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 to be able to thrive, you need to understand the business of
1: of food business.
0: Food business.
1: Business. So. so it's not just you can cook. Mm. It's also how can you make your cooking profitable? How can right. you go from passion to portfolio? all right you need to know you need to know numbers you need to know oh i need to sell a certain amount of this to all make right. this and that's yeah. what you also find with a lot of people they know the art but yes. not so much the business of it the
2: business. so mm. if
1: you feel like you can't you want to focus on mastering your art or your craft then it's mm. important to get in someone that they all they see is numbers and all yeah. you see is pots yes because you know, that's very very important for the business yes. to thrive But with that said, even if you're bringing in someone to join you as a business manager or your business consultant, you also need to understand or have a certain knowledge of the basics. So you need to know basic accounting, basic marketing, basic strategy. So that, you know, in as much as you are mastering your skill as a chef, you also know all these other elements that are important for your business to thrive. So that's where research comes in. So research and skill acquisition. And then after you've done that, you now decide, okay, this is the area I want to operate in. Now, looking at the times we're in, you know, operating on the, um, uh, the coronavirus pandemic, I don't think anybody is rushing out to go build a physical restaurants now. There's yeah. no, I don't think any, Everybody is sitting back. <laughs> and so, <laughs> there's no brick and mortar plan in place. Everybody yeah. is sort of sitting back and strategizing and saying, okay, how best can they work with the new reality. So I think that's yep. also something one needs to be considered because, you know, things is not business as usual. A lot has changed, you know, over this past, you know, couple of months. And yeah. I know from a trend point of view, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot going on in virtual kitchens or dark kitchens. So dark kitchens oh, wow. is basically, you know, you have an empty space or a warehouse and then you convert that into a state of the art kitchen, and from that one kitchen, you're able to do multiple cuisines or multiple food brands or concepts. Uh-huh. And then this is now linked to a food delivery or a food dispatch or a food logistics company so your virtual kitchen is listed on their app so people can go straight to that app and then they can order so just like what you have with Jumia and Bold Food where you have all these restaurants you know listed on those apps but the difference between a virtual kitchen and you running a standard home kitchen is from that one kitchen you could have different companies operating under one kitchen. So you can have someone that they do shawarma, you can have another person that into salads, another person is into making amala. And you're all coming together, pulling your resources together, operating under one kitchen. You know, so oh that's, that's, a, that's a big trend, you know, that is ongoing now. And mm. then if you feel like, okay, you're not so much of a chef, you don't like cooking, there's a problem, you know, over the years, I think my biggest challenge as a uh, because my company also delivers salads. We do salads. The best in Lagos, by the way. We do <laughs> salads and we, all, <laughs> and we we offer some other healthy, <laughs> healthy meal options. And my kitchen is all the way in VGC. And my okay. customers are all yeah. mostly on the island. So I'm talking about VI, Ekoi, Lucky One. Yeah. And delivery has been such a huge problem. Like mm. you would order... A customer would order something the dispatch driver gets here probably thirty minutes late, it picks up the item, there's mm. traffic or it goes to an office. So there's there's a lot of problem before the salad gets to the customer before the products. Sometimes I fear because this is salad, I don't if yeah. my lettuce will not get done it's looking like a road because it's filtered under all the you know up yeah. and down that the dispatch company mm. has been through. So yeah. if you feel so there's also another opportunity and I see a lot of that happening, you know, outside of the country. Lots of you know companies are going into delivery logistics purposely for B. Mm, mm. so these are dedicated delivery companies so these are not companies that will pick up food they will pick up parcel they will pick up clothing they are purpose you know purpose set up dedicated to B. so that's also another area that one could explore so if you're not so much of a chef or if you're not so much into cooking Yes. You, know, you can also operate in the food and beverage space yes. as a solution provider. So you're providing logistics, logistics. you're making, yeah. you know, yeah. you're making, you know, delivery of food from kitchen to the customer. Mm-hmm. You're providing that ease for, you know, for the for the food provider. So yeah. that's also another area one could, you know, go into. I know presently, I think there are about three companies, Jumia, Jumia, and I think there's also Bolt Food. I think Bold Food started recently, I think about three months ago. You know, mm-hmm. So these are companies that have been set up now in response to you know, what is going on. Three so months. those are, those are yeah. two areas that I feel anybody that wants to go into food now should look into. So either right. to provide, to be a solution provider in terms right. of logistics or setting up you know, a virtual kitchen or a dark kitchen. So you could just have a couple of your friends come together. You guys rent a space. And then out of that space, you're, you know, you're delivering, you know, different sort of food brands to appeal to different tastes. Mm. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. 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 Wow. Thank you so much, Bukola. That (laughs) has been, and I I think that's been an expose on food and beverage. And I like how you, you, you started it from the position of an interested stakeholder. So somebody who wanted to come into that space or who wants to come into the space as an operator or as a provider, a service provider. Um, and, and you talked about, look, don't, passion for service is critical. I think you started by saying that the passion for service is important. If you're going into hospitality, if you're going to focus on food and beverage, passion for service is important. Uh, you also talked about, you know, the passion for cooking. You, you also said, look, you have to love how to, you have to love to cook. You know, if you're going to be in food and beverage, you have to love how to cook. You have to develop an interest, you know, for cooking. You, you also mentioned that you have to move from passion to portfolio because passion is not in itself no. sufficient. Now, you, you, you mentioned, you know, that a lot of people go into um, food and beverage um, as a business without understanding the business of the food business, right? And so you had said that to be able to understand that, it's critical that people invest in research. People do their background. They they do their Same due thing. diligence. Understand the industry. Understand the different aspects. What kind of meals do you want to focus on? What kind of cuisine? Um, you know what is required. Don't just jump yes. into it. You know. And then you okay. talked about how you know there are options now. You might not, you you might not have a you know a, a restaurant operating anymore, um, as much. And so you could set up dark kitchens or virtual kitchens. You talk about how you could come together and leverage the different skill sets um, of people. Nice, eh? uh, you know, whether they're friends, family, or you know, you, you could leverage the skill set of those people. You also talked about the fact that you don't need to restrict yourself to just cooking skills. Um, you need to also get grounded at, at least at the basic level the fundamentals of no, of, of finance the fu- fundamentals it's of business you know business yeah. operation because you need to get to a place where you're understanding the business, business. of the food the business. Food business i love that Absolutely. understand the business <laughs> of the food business um yes. now having having said that and i see some somebody saying mind-blowing um having mm-hmm. said that Bukola, when yes. we look at it from a place now you, now you are an employer um, and you own you own um, you own Guava um, culinary concepts, and, and that's your business. You've been doing that yes. for a while. Uh, but as an employer, I, I would like you to speak as an employer to somebody who may be watching, who is an em- who's who's trying to get into the space to work, to build okay. a career, um, to build experience, to build competence. We've talked about the skills that are required. We've talked about research talked about, you know, um, you know, learn, you know, be open to learning. We've talked about the importance of going into other, um, coordinate skills, you know, like, yes. like, you know, business accounting, I mean, just the basics, you don't have to go in the great basics, yes, um, but for an employee or for somebody who is a job seeker, how, what are the things that I need to start focusing on Are there core? Are there critical things I need to start focusing on now? as as somebody who's trying to get into the space? Um, And then I I think the second part of the question would be, for those people who have been working in the space, and for one reason or the other, we talked about COVID and the effect of COVID, have lost their jobs. Um, No fault of theirs, but the the situation, some businesses couldn't survive. And so they've lost their jobs. They're now back to the unemployment space. Uh, What are the things that you'd be telling them?
1: Okay. Um, I think first and foremost, with the crisis or with the pandemic, it's important for people to focus on what's their, what they lose out on or what they've lost. The focus should be on what you can gain. Okay. So what have you learned during this period? I think for me, I would start with myself. Uh, I know within when the situation started and when the lockdown was, you know, was put in place for me, it was a time to do a lot of writing and research. I mean, in that period, I've been able to uh, develop, build my own website using Wix. In wow. that period, I've, I've published uh, the first edition of Food and Beverage Lagos. It's a newsletter. I've also published the first um, homegrown cookbook. So I think it's, it's important people should use this period as a time to, to learn, to, to discover themselves, mm. to, to get a new skill as it were. Um, so if you're looking to get into food and beverage today, the question is why do you want to? You need to understand, it's not a case of, oh, this person is working as a chef or this person is working as a waiter Okay, it's, And people, hospitality is one of the easiest industries to get into in this country, not really needing a lot of your, not needing a lot of skill or educational, you know, qualification. You okay. know, people come from, and then the next thing, they're waiter, they're waitress. So it's an easy industry to get into, and that in itself poses a problem of professionalism, mm. because you have people in the industry that are not, that are not necessarily professionals.
2: Professionals, mm. they are
1: not ready to invest in themselves in terms of becoming professionals. They just see it as, mm. ah, let me share, I'll be doing something. Let me share, have a job. Hospitality okay. doesn't work like that. People that are going to hospitality, it's a lifelong career. Mm. So I think the question is why do you want to get into hospitality or why do you want to get into f and b the first question is it because you're looking for a way out of your a present condition
2: okay
1: or is it because you have a passion like i mentioned passion is always key is it because you have a passion to want to be in food and beverage so i think once you've answered those fundamental questions then we can now take it from there what skills do you have as an employee what do you bring to the table what can you offer me as an employer? How have you invested in yourself? What training have you gotten over the years? Mm. You know, and I, people always say, ah, eh, I will not be able to go to school because I don't have... Google is your best friend. I know there are free trainings everywhere. Mm. And that, that also brings to the question of passion and dedication. Because if you really want to be in something, you want to know 100% and more about that thing. Yes, So it's important for you to tell your employer okay this is these are the skills i have this is what i bring to the table i'm able to do this and this and this and if you feel like you want to be in the industry but you you have zero skills then this is Mm. the time for you to learn you should never be thinking employment it should be a time for you to be learning and gaining knowledge whether Mm. it's free whether it's paid there are resources out there for you to take advantage of this period i think was it not uh, when did we check i think it was last week I told you about a site, Ask Tipsy. It's a hospitality, it's an online hospitality training um, um, course or provider. On a good day, they charge about $100, I think, per month or so for their training. So because of this COVID, they've decided to make it free. And trust me, the day I heard, I jumped on it and I registered. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I think this is the time. So if you have nothing to offer me as an employee, then you need to start... You know, you need to start from ground zero, that that is learning the required skill, yes. or what it takes to operate in F&B. And if you mm. feel like you already have the skill set, you've already worked as a waiter somewhere, you've already worked as a chef, and you'll feel like, okay, I need to go further. Then you also still need to sit down and say, okay, what can I add on to those skills? And then the skill set that you're getting has to be relevant to our present reality. You need to be employable with those skill sets. You don't want to go and be learning something that is obsolete or people are not demanding for. I mean, mm. online social media, online um, online marketing, storytelling, all of that is also relevant when it comes to F&B. So that's also another area you can think, oh, oh I can actually, you know, learn or I could actually gain a skill know when it comes to online uh, media management for a food Mm. brand who I can help them I can help them with their social media platforms I can help Mm. them make it more interesting I can create like a really really exciting you Mm. know storytelling platform that customers can actually engage with those brands so those are skills you know I feel are going to be very 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 practical today and years to come Uh, and then when it comes to the cooking part of it like I said if cooking is your thing, they are, Lagos people will want food. And I don't see anybody, even once they say, ah, restaurants are free to open or you book an go. And I don't see anybody jumping to go and sit down in any restaurants immediately. It's going to take a while for people to have that confidence of, oh, they are safe enough to go sit down. Even if the restaurant puts in all the measures, they do this, they tell you, ah, this place is safe or you guys can come in. It will take a while for customers or diners, as it were, to so have that sense of assurance that, okay, I can actually go out you know, and have a meal here and I'm safe. So yeah. for the next, I think to the end of the year, I'm probably into the new year. A lot of people are still going to be ordering food. Totally. People are still going to be ordering food. I know there are caterers that I know that are used to doing O-1 bears. They do parties of 500, 600 people. Now, they're offering bowls of egusi soup. Mm-hmm. Bowls or peppered snail you know they're yeah. doing delivery services so that that's the thing so if you're if you're a cook now or you're a chef and you've been out of work then if you have a kitchen you have the tools to cook start your own um small food delivery business you first of all market to your family and friends people that you know and trust me if your product is good yes the word will spread yes but one thing i will also tell people is you need to be consistent standardization mm. is very, very important. Oftentimes, we do this thing where we eyeball everything. I just put one, Maggie, and I put this one. You, know, you need to be very, very professional about this thing. So you need to operate mm. you know, in a standardized uh, environment. You know, so your recipes need to be standardized. Your operations need to be standardized. So even if you're not there, mm. anybody that is coming in already has like a late you know, SOP to follow from preparation well, of meals, to mm. packaging of the meals, to actually you know, delivery of the meals. So mm. that's very, very important. important. For me, in a nutshell, everything goes down to research. Go mm. online, ask questions. Call For people that have been out of work, even call your former uh, bosses or your employers and ask them, OK, so what, what, are, what plans um do you have for the business, not even talking about yourself now. Ask them, ask your boss so what's the plan for this hotel now? What are you you know putting in place? You know, so that also makes you sort of like you care. Yeah. oftentimes employees don't care. They don't feel that and it's not really it's not their fault. Mm. Employers don't give employees a sense of ownership. For them what? it's just a it's just a paid ticket. It's just a meal yeah. ticket, sorry. You know, it's just at the end of the month I collect my salary and and I go. So yeah. they don't feel that sort of, oh, this company is also mine. I'm going to, you know, because if, if that's in place, a lot of employees would actually want to know, you know, what plans, you know, yes. the hotel or a restaurant has in place for, you, you know, for them, you know, once yes. they open or if they do open. So I yeah. think that's also, so I think information is key and see how you can apply yourselves. And if there's, wow. if, if there's an opportunity that you feel you can tap into, if you have the skill sets already, then you know, jump in it. If you do not have, then this is a good time for you to learn and acquire those skills necessary.
0: Awesome. And awesome. Oftentimes
1: it's not oftentimes it's not money. There are lots of free courses, you know, out mm. there. Just, you know, Google. There are so many yeah, yeah. you know resources I'm, I'm, that you can have for free.
0: I'm amazing. I yeah. and and, and Bukola, I'll just ask, you know, the 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 sites you had mentioned earlier. Um so it, it was just just so that
1: okay ask ask tipsy so it's a-s-k-t-y-p-s-y yes tipsy as in you get tipsy so ask tipsy (laughs) Okay,
0: all right (laughs) so i mean that's that that's there we've put it up for our um for our our viewers uh please you know go go to ask tipsy google it um you know bukola has recommended it it's a good site you can learn a lot And it's free now because of COVID. I mean, it's so interesting uh, how a lot of, (laughs) I mean, some some time ago, a cousin sent me uh, a message on WhatsApp and said, you know, this is a course that was going for $250 um, and now it's going free. And I I was like, You You know, so (laughs) you around taking advantage of those, opportunities now is critical so if you're on this instagram live and you're a young person you're trying to get into um into the industry again maybe because you lost your job or you you know you were just planning to get into the industry before covid hit one thing that bukola is telling us um is that you need to research you need to take advantage of the opportunities develop yourself develop yourself, you know. Um, invest in yourself, invest sure, time in yourself. Okay, uh, and, and not, there are some courses that are not you don't have to pay. So pay for people anything, who might be yeah. saying, oh, I don't have enough money to afford a course, I can't do this, I can't do that. There are free courses, so invest in yourself. Try to get as much data as you can. Um, try to get the support that you can around you because you really want this. Again, you have to be able to show, if you really want something, you know, you really go for it. You really drive absolutely. at it. And, you know, I'm sure they, they usually say that the universe just also conspires. Always, you know, once you have made absolutely. up your mind that this is what mind. you want, it, it conspires to send you the support that you require and all of that. So, so yeah. definitely take advantage of that. Ask Tipsy is a good um, opportunity. Go on there and go and learn. Um, so what, one thing you also said, uh, Bukola, in terms, of, yeah. in terms of the skills is be professional. Um, a lot of times, you know, people, people get into hospitality and they feel, uh, you know, it should be I'm just supposed to serve the client or the guest, or I'm supposed to yes. just do this. This is my job description. Uh, this is what it said I should do. This is the time for you to set yourself apart. Um, this is the time for you to uh, to, to really be professional, okay? Uh, be professional about everything you do, your interaction, uh, the, the quality of your service. Uh, you, you talked about the fact that you know, you have to be, you have to be standardizing what you're doing. Um, so you organizational skills. Uh, so, so I like how you mention you know, some parts of soft skills, and then you talk about the harder skills. So the technical ones being know how to cook, learn how to cook, understand the different meals, different cuisine. Uh, but then the softer skill, which is, you know, understanding the business of it, be organized, um, standardize yes. your, you know, everything that you do, your process business. Uh, you know, be professional, you know, in your interaction with people, um, the way you speak to people, the way you carry yourself, your Mm composure. Professional. Don't just do it uh, because it's a job. Uh, And and yes, you might say, like Nicola said, some employers don't create an environment where, you know, the people that work with them have the sense of ownership. But don't wait for your employer to do that. Um, You you create a sense of, I know it can be challenging sometimes because, you know, they say... father's business you know or it's not my mother that exactly.
2: was but wonder. you
0: know these are the times that we need to distinguish ourselves like Bukola has said Fantastic. it's not business as usual so we must invest in ourselves we must be able to develop organizational skills we must be professional in our approach we must research um, and, and I think you know Bukola this this is the next you talked about storytelling you know people could actually write you know write for um for F and B brands, food and beverage brands at this Absolutely. time, their social media accounts. You could do Absolutely. You know, digital, uh, marketing and we had a session a few days ago on digital marketing. So it's mm-hmm. all coming together. These are different pieces that are coming together. together. Um, you know, so, so, you know, having said that, uh, all of these things are critical. All of these things are important. Now going forward in the next few years, in the next few, um, few months. How is, how is this space going to change? Um, I mean, there's, there's, you know, somebody was saying look, in, in terms of people with the work hours, you know, sometimes we've had people who have been placed, I mean, because you know, you know, we placed, usually placed um, unemployed youth um, on jobs, you know, entry-level roles in hospitality and other high-growth industries. And so in the past, we've had some people say, oh, the work hours are too much, um, you know, the transportation, you know, I'm I'm closing late and all of that. I mean, it's highly demanding. As COVID has hit going forward, what are some of the adjustments that both employers and employees um, will need to make uh, in terms of achieving uh, success in the next few months? What are the adjustments that employers need to make in terms of, the way they manage their, you know, their teams, you know, their staff, and then what are the adjustments that their staff also need to be making going forward um, in the next few months.
1: Okay, I think for me, the key word here is innovation. So it's a case of it's either you come up with something innovative, creative, that is able to adapt to our present reality, or that's it, you're done so that's that's really important um I think for restaurants, I know there's a clients I'm working with, and they've had to like put a they've had to like press pause on their plans to actually you know set up a brick and mortar uh space, so they're now okay. working on towards going into delivery first so and that's in a way they're Changing their plans, so I think you cannot afford to be rigid it, you can't bring out the old manuals or the old way of operating now it's not going it's, it's not going to work it won't be applicable so I think everybody needs to sit down from employer to to hr to if there's a union you know there needs to be uh, some sort of forum where there's ideas have been bounced off, so from your experience, how do you think we can do this better, what do you think, you know, the industry needs, so this is not even a time of, ah, we are very good at this, so we're able to do it, does, does the present reality require that thing, your customers now, with the fear of, um, corona, with the fear of this and that, do they actually require those services, it's now about what people need, it's no longer, ah, uh, build it and they will come, mm-mm, it's not what do people need and how can we adjust and adapt to actually demand, provide them. Demand-driven. Exactly. So it can't just be you're building restaurants, you're doing this, or oh, you're setting up uh, uh, small shops. No, not even small shops. Everybody loves small shops, so that's not a good example. <laughs> you're, setting <up> some, <laughs> you're setting up some fancy concept because, oh gosh, it's fancy. Well, people are going to be, no, nobody's doing that anymore. So right mm. now, it's really... And people are even more... In terms of spending... People don't have that kind of cash anymore. People are getting pay cuts. Mm. People are getting 30% of their salaries, 50% of their salaries. So any money that comes out now in terms of disposable income, the person is actually sitting down to think about it critically. Do I really need to spend this money?
2: Money, yeah. So whatever
1: it is that you're offering people, it needs to be compelling. It needs to convince them that they need this. Mm. So it's almost like stripping, stripping all of those fancy things and go down to the basic of food right now is for sustenance, it's for nourishment, and you're consistent on that, whether it's the quality or whether it be the taste, whether it be the package, you're, mm. you're consistent on delivering that. That should be number one priority now. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: Nobody mm. People are not having weddings and all of those glamorous things, events where people are coming up with all sort of funny, interesting concepts. Nobody has... Nobody has time for that. <laughs> not even <one laughs> time. Nobody has the money for that right now.
2: Mm. You know,
1: so any restaurant or F and B operator needs to sit down with, with his or her team, you know, come up and this is not a it should, it should be an enabling environment for people to be able to share their ideas and their experience. Yes. You know, and come up with, with something that people really really need at this time. And like I said, food, you can't go wrong with food because no matter how bad it gets, people still need to eat to survive. It's man's mm-hmm. basic uh, need. need. And then on the issue of long hours and, um, and tipping and all of that, I think it's just, that, I don't think it's, it's peculiar to a hospitality alone. I think it's just the way we conduct business here. Employers can be very, they're not compassionate. They oftentimes see employees as, you know, they're just there. They are just there to drive your business. You don't care if they are taken care of. You don't, you know, and for me, that also ties down to professionalism. So if the person at the top is not professional enough, that is not going to trickle down to HR because Oga at the top doesn't send. So why should HR be bothered? But Mm -hmm. if the Oga at the top sends how his employees are being treated, all mm. of that is so. There's a culture uh, aspect to this as well.
2: To this, yeah. You know, yeah. to this.
1: So, what's the work culture in that place? Like, is it that- is it a company where there's regard for, 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 for people's um, health, for people's, uh, you know, working conditions? A lot of a lot okay. of employers and they don't care. And, you know, HR does, and I think it's also down to HR as well, because they say it's human relations, but no, it's, it's no longer, be human management. How do you manage the people that work with you?
2: Mm, you know, mm, so they treat, mm.
1: they treat employees anyhow, because, you know, if one person steps out, they go back into their office, they're 100 CVs, ready to take. Ready you know, to come in.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's, so it's that, like...
1: That doesn't even... So there's, there's no care. There's no compassion. There's no dignity. There's no people
0: no, no for your role, for your job. So if, if you all. want to live, so,
1: there's no, so it's a vicious cycle. So the employers are, are treating the employees badly. Employees still don't feel committed to the job. It's just, ah, mm. if, if this one doesn't work out, if another restaurant opens down the road or another hotel, I'm going to go there. So there's no loyalty. And you can't demand loyalty if employees don't feel a sense of ownership you know, of something. So mm. I think that that would need to be, and I think there's an ongoing discussion in the industry how to have yeah. better, you know, human management or mm. your human workforce management. That's an ongoing discussion. I discussion. don't know when. I know mm-hmm. there are many solutions on the table. We've had conferences and seminars on this, but yeah. as usual, implementation <laughs> is... <laughs> It's always a problem with us. <laughs> we know what to do, but we just never get around to doing it. So we're hopeful that things will change. And I hope this uh, corona situation is going to actually make, it's going to make people, you know, sit down and do, you know, the needful the needful things. Awesome. So, yeah, awesome. And, and I know there's a, let me just say that there's a quote that I really like. Mm. Um, it's the Ritz Carlton motto. So it's, we are ladies and gentlemen okay. serving ladies and gentlemen. Wow. for me, that just sums up professionalism. Wow. Taking pride wow. and dignity in your work. Wow. When I, was, when I was doing my master's, I worked as a kitchen assistant. Mm. I washed plates. I cleaned floors. I mm. went through the whole from bottom, you know, to middle. And, you know, we're all aiming for the top. Yeah. You know, so I know, I know, all, I know what it feels like to be at a certain level working in the industry. So because of that knowledge... Mm. if i bring in somebody i'm not going to treat them because i know what it feels like
2: yes Yes.
1: you know so often employers just they detach themselves and you know you need to understand that these are the people you need to actually run your business actually Mm. and then if you have a high um staff turnover it looks bad on you because you're not in one you you waste money on training wow secondly you're not able to you're not able to build a standard process of doing things because you're constantly changing people yeah successful businesses successful brands if you go there you look at the hr practices you look at their workforce they're people that have been working there for years
2: because mm.
1: they've been able to make those people happy to you know Absolutely. to make sure that those standards are constantly being you know being pursued or followed followed rather fantastic. So i think that that's really important
0: fantastic Fantas- i mean very interesting you, you've done some consulting Free of charge, you know, for for I, businesses. Well,
1: I'll, be sending, I'll be sending my bill. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> consulting for businesses who are on here, and, and also, you know, your oh people who are on here. And I think, you know, just um, Oga Maestro has has put a comment. We are ladies and gentlemen, and
1: gentlemen serving ladies.
0: ladies and gentlemen. And gentlemen I, I think yes. I think that sums, like you're right, you rightly said, that sums it up. But I, I, I also like something you mentioned as, as we begin to conclude, uh, Bukola. Yeah. I, I like something you mentioned, which was, you know, you started from, you went up the ranks. You spent years building yourself. Um, yes. That suggests that there is a career pathway, Bukola.
2: Absolutely. There
0: is a career pathway. Now, for somebody who is saying to myself, I mean, remember... You know, some people were going to school then and they would like, hear things like, oh, to, to become a doctor, you have to go to school for seven years, university and all of that.
2: <laughs> or whatever.
0: Who yeah. said, no, 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 no. I actually didn't understand the gravity, but now that I understand what's required, I, I look for oh. a career. You know, but when you look at your experience um, and, and just engaging in the industry over the years, what, what, is the, what, is the time, what is the timeline, you know, for somebody to be able to build... Uh, you know, build a career in, in, in the space, you know, and, and, and what really does the peak of that career look like? Because I, I, I look at you as somebody who has who started, you know, at, at you know, the very bottom of the, of, of the business, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And with hard work, with consistency, you have been able to yeah. now run your own business um, and doing consulting and hiring other people. So what's, what's the
2: timeline uh, for that?
1: with this uh, i don't want to use i don't want to use my because um, i believe we're talking to like younger people the younger people yes yeah. yeah. you know so there i think entrepreneurship might be a better way to go as opposed to um how will i put it uh unless you get a good a really really good um hospitality fmb company that there's a clear career growth path because mm. oftentimes it's not clear you okay. know, you get in there and you're on a job for a year, two years, and it's like you're yeah. not being promoted, you're not moving up, you know. Yeah. But with entrepreneurship, you can actually plan or map out or design your own career path. Mm-hmm. And the resources for you to do that is, is out there.
2: Okay. So you just okay. set
1: milestones for yourself, or I'm okay. going to start as Because I started as a catering company, and now I'm now into consultancy.
2: Okay. And for me, okay. the
1: reason why I went from catering, I mean, I still, I still do private dining, not more than 20 people, but okay. the reason why I went into consultancy it, for me was as a response to the evolving F&B scene in Lagos. More okay. people were, developed, were building restaurants, and yes. I go in there, and I have a meal, and I'm not too <laughs> impressed with the food, I'm not too impressed with the service, and I felt like, okay, you know, people are now taking hospitality seriously. They need to have someone to tell them how to do these things better. Yes. And that's why I just felt like consultancy for me is the next, is the next play or is the next move.
2: All right. And that
1: allowed me, because I'm an entrepreneur, I work for myself. Okay. But if you're not going the entrepreneurship route, if you're working for uh, a restaurant chain or, or hotel chain, you need to know what the career path for that restaurant or hotel is. You need to, from your first day of employment, you mm. need to know, okay, so what is the career progression path like in this business? So if I'm working as a waiter today, what's, what do I need to do? Well, what's yes. the next what level the of training have? or whatever I require to get into uh, uh, a restaurant supervisor, from a restaurant yes. supervisor to becoming a restaurant manager, from a restaurant manager to becoming the F&B director, you know, yes. all of that. So, you, so if you're, and for me, that also comes with dedication and passion. Yes. Because if you're, if you're not staying in a place long enough, there's no way for you to achieve all of that. Yes. You know, Absolutely. and then that also, you should also need to, you know, know what, so if, if it's a hotel chain, you need to know what that, and a lot of us don't do that. We go looking for jobs, you know, the, your employer researches you, but you don't research the... That- you don't research them so to speak yeah. so you get there and they are firing you all these questions left right center and then they not ask you do you have any questions for us and you're like no <laughs> that does <laughs> you know for me that does it
2: yeah. <laughs> i want
1: to know okay so i'm coming in as a so what's the career path for me like Back what are my me. chances because i'd like to work for your company and i would like and i feel like i bring this and this to the table and i do not want to come in as just the waiter i want to one day you know scale up and become yes. this and become this and be, i want to grow with your company i want to grow with your brand
2: absolutely you
1: know so i think that's what, how we also need to be as employees you don't need to be timid if you're convinced in yeah. your skill and you know what you have to offer. you will be more demanding in what yes. you're getting.
2: Yes, absolutely. You know? absolutely. So
1: everything boils down to what do you have to offer me?
0: What do you have to offer? So
1: that's why it's important to really develop yourself. I think for me that's staying employable right now, I think equates to developing yourself developing and acquiring your those, those awesome. relevant skills. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. How 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 can you find it? Has,
1: really.
0: I, I mean people people who are here can follow you at Guava Cook House, right?
1: Cookhouse, yes.
0: At Guava Cookhouse. Um so yes. if, if you want to hear more um from from Bukola, Bukola is a, is an amazing friend of wave. Uh uh and I, I mean we're having <laughs> a very interesting chat a few days ago. I go way um, back. In, yeah, so so please follow um at guava house. And um, you can get more information on, on the work that Bukola does. Um, Wave Academies, we've pinned the, the subject of today's discussion. And it's been an amazing, amazing time with, yes. uh, with Bukola, who, you know, who runs um, her, own, um, her own outfit, consulting outfit in the food and beverage space. Uh, and it's, we've, we've learned so much. I have learned so much. has shared some resources. <laughs> so she told us, yes. look, start with passion for service. Um, understand that hospitality is a calling. Um, Very, very important. It is a calling you are called to serve. When you're going into hospitality, when you're going into the business, understand the business of the food business. It's not sufficient to just have the hard skill, the technical skill, know how to cook, have all the nice dishes, understand the business of the food business. She's also said that, look, remember, in these times you have to be professional. Whatever it is you're doing, you have to be organized enough to standardize your processes. Um, make sure that you are professional in every single thing you do, in your interaction, in your presentation, um, in your innovation. You have to be professional. And there is a, a greater call for that even at this time because that's what is really going to be your differentiator um, when there are so many people offering very similar services. She's also said, do, do research. I, I mean, you can't over, overemphasize it. Uh, Bukola no, has I shared guess.
2: that. She said, do
0: research. Know your stuff. Go online. Yes, uh, very
2: important.
0: Uh, and learn. Ask Tipsy was a resource she shared with us. Go and learn. Go and research. Um, there are free courses available now because of COVID. Learn more about the industry. Understand the industry. Um, she said, for employers, there are different options you have you know, you have to really be able to go in there and and explore the different options. Most importantly, she said, we are ladies and gentlemen, serving ladies and gentlemen. So please make sure there is hope, there are opportunities, invest in yourself, understand the industry and be willing to grow and learn and be your best. Thank you so much. We have a few seconds.